Great John, 104.5 The Zone. What up, Nashville? Happy Monday to you. Hope y'all survived a couple of hits of severe weather this morning. Watching my peeps up in uh, Hartsville and uh, down in Tullahoma. Speaking of, uh, congrats to Tullahoma for uh, winning the state title. We congratulated everybody else on Friday. I forgot to congratulate uh, Tullahoma, but they won after Friday. So I guess I'm not late on that. But that is where I was born. Isn't their coach retiring? T-Town. Yeah, John Olive. I didn't know that until somebody hit us with a tweet today that he's retiring after 29 years. Yep, we didn't know. So congrats, Coach Olive, on going out with a uh, title. Here's the other thing about Tullahoma. They sold more tickets than anybody else. Yeah, they did. They they were deep and loud. Deep. (laughs) Deep. They were loud, too. How how did y'all's game go? I got good. good. What? I like the way Slay's answering, and Don's the one that did it. No, because guess what? I was there. about to give him props. He was right there with me. Yeah, not, it went really good. But I want to give Don props. I was going to do that in the first hour, but forgot. I forgot what we got to talk about. But College yeah. football. College football. We had football. to take our medicine so on the Alabama right. Georgia yep. game. Babs, Babs, shook it. When I, I say shook it, that means that she put on the show. She put it down. She did great. Phenomenal job. Huh, Ramon? They did a great job. It was almost I like full confidence in them. I you did not so much, man. I was out there. Was, well, I was, was spotting everything. Hand. He had You're spotting those, everything. He had those binocs from. I Red saw those binoculars. Yeah, Red they, Gordon B. They, had, they were little binoculars. Yeah, next to your big. No, they just looked little. This <laughs> yeah, is me. <laughs> Hey, yeah, can I tell you too? <laughs> oh, I love you, Rosalie. Like Red B had printed out. Yeah. The like directions and hand signals and all that, and and Slay's like, all right, here. This, yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Hand signal me. Yes, just hit. That's exactly what I thought. Just hand signal me. <laughs> you got that in the box somewhere? Austin Huff. Uh, what else could it be under? Austin Huff, Doug Matthews, prank call? Hang, hand signal. Hand signal. Are they doing a prank? Yeah. yeah it's, 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 we haven't played it since Slay has been mm-hmm. on the show. It's right up there with... Uh, Punctured Lung Tony, although we did find Punctured Lung Tony, but I we found like listen to it either. We found like half the call. So like to make it as good as it can be, I have to explain in depth what it is. Mm. Yeah. Which may be difficult because that was a long time ago and I can't remember what I did yesterday. That's a, yeah, that's the same with the hand signal one too. You kinda mm-hmm. have to explain that too. So But yeah. anyway, Slay killed it. Slay killed it. He didn't yes. get he didn't get any players wrong? Uh no, he did get one. I told I told Red Gore to be there too. That you got one wrong? But I guess what I said. I said it really wasn't me. It was the people that was announcing it that got it wrong. Because the guy made the tackle, and then the guy came and jumped on the pile. Yes. So it really wasn't. Agreed. Because both of us looked at each other like. like yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. There were there were a couple things. Yeah. And then on some of the on some of the penalties, the flags, yeah. like, we uh, we clearly did not see what. Maybe the officiating crew saw. Oh, yeah. Like, well, I didn't mean y'all were wrong. I went to a game, too. <laughs> it was a lot going they on. They called an offensive pass interference call in, in the CPA Lipscomb game. I, mm-hmm. I was like, you've got to be. That was literally the worst call ever. And then what you got to realize, though, like when we're looking at the game, we're a lot of times following the ball and the action around the yeah. ball. It might be a flag coming from somebody else, and this judge looking at something that's totally – yeah. Opposite of where the play is. So, that could. Yeah. But Ramon was great. <laughs> I did. I'm telling you. Yeah. Ramon, <laughs> I saw Ramon comments about Ramon's backpack in the picture. Because there were a lot of zone people in that picture. It was. Will, Lucas. Yeah, they did them. radio. We there. did TV. Yeah. I put my belly on the glass. He did. did you? you know the glass that separates everybody? Yeah. I saw Schaefer in there, so I lifted my shirt up and put it on the glass. That got I his think attention. We're uh we're totally ignoring what Brent really wants to know about, okay. which is Ty Simpson. Oh. And what he really yes. looks like. Did he sling it? So what you think, Babs? 
Uh, I think he's freaking legit. I mean, he it's it was his throws. Is he all the the way committed to Alabama? Uh, I asked him. What did he say? Yes. What's his answer? He reiterated it in our teleconference, our Zoom teleconference, before anybody ever asked him. Mm -hmm. He said, and yes, I am fully committed to Alabama. So he's all good with not playing like 10 snaps next Now, could that change? Could next week maybe he feel differently? Possibly, yes. And let me, should I announce this? It's yes. Probably, it's, yeah, okay, so. What, are you breaking news here? I don't know if it's breaking news, but it just came out three hours ago. Aspire is led by Tennessee graduates James <laughs> Claus and Hunter Badur. I hope I'm saying his name right. Sheridan Gannon. And already have been act- active in the NIL market for Tennessee athletes. They stretch all the way across the entire state of Tennessee from East Tennessee to Mid-State all the way to West Tennessee in cahoots or partnership with the UT University of Tennessee program. I like cahoots, cahoots better. Yeah. Like cahoots? cahoots is better than Parker. That's what it's yeah. going to be. It's going to be in cahoots. So like now you cahoots. got people going out and finding NIL deals for players before it's already a yeah. stash put away. Oh, we got Babs. We want to get Babs for volleyball. Let's see if we can get, let's go in our stash. We got 20,000 right here. Let's go get this to Babs. Babs, would you want 20,000 to come? Here you go. Boom. But Babs is already committed to Georgia Tech. I said she signed? No. No, she's not then. Hmm. That's uh, all I'm saying. All right, is this okay? Now, if you're just listening to the show, everyone's like, Squirrel, what the hell is Slay talking about? <laughs> yeah. But your point is uh, Tennessee uh, has a whole lot to offer. Yes. Anybody. An in state kid. What, they're organizing. You don't think Alabama's not doing that? I there? think they are. They but are I think it hits differently when you're off. from the state. And you live in the state. New partnership aims at maximizing NIL for Tennessee athletes. Yeah. I mean, the, the kid is from Martin. Did you contribute to that fund? I will. <laughs> it might be little. That'll definitely be <laughs> in cahoots. I could get everybody peanut butter M&Ms that comes. Let- <laughs> everybody. <laughs> what about candy corn? Put right. Ramon so, Sprinter in there. Just to tie, tie, tie the bow on all of that, I think uh, I was so impressed with the arm strength. Um, the mm-hmm. accuracy and the, and there were a couple of misses from from Simpson too, um, low balls and all. Yeah. Whenever he felt pressure, yep. Uh, yep. you could you could see that. But also impressed with his ability to get out of trouble with his legs and just all around, yeah. uh, just all around talent at quarterback was pretty impressive. Um, and then coach talked about, you know, leadership and how different that is right now too. So are you listening? That's like, are you listening to me? Like? What are you laughing about? Not really. I, but right. I will say we were picking it anyway, apart. It doesn't matter. No, hold, on. hold up, Babs. Hold up. If we, we, but if we were to pick it apart though, I would say he did have a little trouble. Like you said, with pressure and yeah. the short intermediate throws, like yes. the curls, Yep. you know what I'm saying? But they everything were low, else, yeah. they were but dropping target. that thing in the bucket. Yeah, that first pass. What was it? One play for something crazy, like sixty yards. I've or heard something. the yeah. team isn't he that great. He dropped it in the bucket. His team, he is. Yes, but he got some. He got some guys at the skill spots. I was reading. Uh, Ramon is in on the zone TV feed. He's all over the place, and he's complimenting you, Babs, on a great job that you did. And and he said we're building a new sprinter. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we go pick up a kid. Can we say that? <laughs> I don't know. Can we say that? I, that 
I don't know because now that with NIL weird. stuff, it's it's a different. We're in a different time. Yeah, we, well, we can do anything we want to do. Does it sound weird when a grown man says we're gonna go pick up a kid? Yeah, it's kind of creepy. Yummy. Talk about Nick Saban. They all sound creepy. Listen, before we go to the break. We have some work that we need to do, and that work includes our great friend and very happy man, Bama JC. Oh, Oh, here we go. have mercy. (laughs) What's up, bro? I'm just obliging Mr. Slay's request (laughs) of the Alabama on you. Yes, sir. Give it to me. What you got for me? I I think I was in your DMs this weekend trying to, you know, talk to somebody. You said that that Bama fan needed to talk to you was there. You let me down. Not only did you let down half the population of Tennessee with betting their mortgage on Georgia, but you also let the people down by not fulfilling your promise of talking to them. So here's my opportunity to talk to you. <laughs> Thank you, sir, for that yummy, yummy, yummy rat poison. That's really all I got to say about this situation. This ain't my first time seeing this man dominate. But everybody else acts like he's like, first time? Like, y'all ain't seen this happen 15 times doing something. But, like, you bet against the man when he's an underdog. Guess what's going to happen? You're going broke. Whoa, time! <laughs> I like it. I like it. I ain't oh, mad I at that. I thought I heard War Eagle there. It oh. did sound like it a little bit. I, I like it, man. I'm just, you know, it, it is what it is. I can, hey, I can eat my crow. I can eat my crow. I ain't messed up with it. That's what's up. Listen, I'm not. A, but everybody in the nation eating it, so it may not be enough to go around. Yeah, I, I would much pre- have preferred Georgia to win that football game, but I am happy for my friends that are Alabama fans. Yeah. But like what CeeLo said, what happens to Georgia after this? Because they wished he which chippy 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 which which they're gonna beat Michigan and after that they're gonna play Bama again and I'm gonna be real hey I listen to me I'm saying now I'm saying now man they gonna handle Georgia again man I'm 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 hey I'm gonna keep saying it no until more. it doesn't happen anymore. I ain't doing it no more they gotta show me now. Somebody going to be saving, they got to show me. I'm going to be right. real. We'll talk some Titans football next. The voice of the Titans, Mike Key, joins us on 104.5 this time. Three tell 104.5 this zone. Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, Rump Slay with you. The voice of the Titans, Mike Key, joins us. And, Mike, it's a game week again. Did you enjoy the bye week? I did. I did. I got a chance to get away and get a little rest and kind of, uh, you know, sort of recharge overall. But I was ready to get back because now the stretch begins, and I think it's going to be a very interesting run to the end. Yeah, the Titans have moved wide receiver Julio Jones, wide receiver Racing McMath, safety Dane Crookshank to the designated to return from IR list. doesn't mean that they will be ready for this game, but you could see a wide receiver core that includes Julio Jones and Golden Tate that would be, at least on paper, uh, a step up. Yeah, I, I mean, it'd be a good thing. I, I think the, the place where you are right now is you want to see how Julio responds to work because you just don't want to go through this again. I mean, the thing you can't do is you can't put him on IR again or he's done. Mm. So you want to get him back, you want to keep him back, and you want to have him for the rest of the season. Right. As for Golden Tate, where does he fit? What kind of shape is he in? How does he factor into the offense? Uh, you want to, I, I think you want to take time with that as well. You know, you don't want to be in a big hurry with it. If he needs another week, he needs another week. So all of these things are good, 
you know, just like Racy. I mean, you know, Racy was a big part of our special teams before he was hurt and had really shown some progress as a receiver. Some other guys getting back too, but, you know, one of the challenges that we have seen this year through some of the injury troubles has been a guy will come back, it's like, great, and then he'll get dinged up in practice and he gets he gets set back. And so that's nobody's fault. That's just the way it has fallen. The Titans have had bad luck. But I think they want to make sure that that doesn't happen again if possible. Do you think the bye week might help more from a mental or physical standpoint? Mental. I, I think this was a ball club that was physically worn out which I don't think is any great surprise after playing 12 weeks and sort of having some of the challenges that this ball club has had, including two West Coast trips. I think that goes without saying. I think the mental part of it, uh, the struggle and the strain of having to deal with so many things on and on and on, Brent, I, I, I think that was hard. And I think that was underrated in all of it. So if you ask me the question, you know, I probably wouldn't have brought it up myself because it sounds like an excuse. But if you ask me the question, I believe the mental part of it is a big deal for this entire football team. I think the physical part of the bye goes without saying. I think that's no surprise. But I think the mental strain of it has been sort of an underrated factor in it. And, Mike, welcome back into this. The team coming back, you're saying everybody um, is probably re-energized. You are. I saw Red B. He's ready to go. I'm sure Coach Mack is. He's never not ready to go. But um, (laughs) (laughs) this team walking back into it, even though they lost going into the bye week, you're walking into a good situation. It's not like you had a long season, then you had a bye, you get to go re-energize, then you're walking back into work like, oh, let me get through it. You're coming back into a great situation where teams that you needed to win, especially if Buffalo wins tonight, have painted a picture for you to step into something that you really didn't leave, and that's being with an opportunity to be first place in AFC. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you said it, Ron. You're, you've played 12 games. You've won eight of them. You've lost four of them. You've had a couple of really good wins and a couple of bad losses, let's face it, and then some things that are sort of in between. But that's all over. Right. You know, everybody can sort of say that because I, I think what we're seeing – is that everybody's dance card is very similar in all of this. And, you know, it's the first time since 2002 that nobody in a conference has had less than four losses at this point in a season. So it's been 19 years since it's been like this. And the Titans are in the middle of it. That's all you could ask for. Mm -hmm. I mean, you control your own fate. I mean, if you take care of your business the rest of the way – Good things are going to happen for you. And you add in um, Jacksonville, that's who they got to play. They are not coming off a bye, and they do look like they've hit a point in the season where if you would have looked at it seven, six, seven weeks ago, it would have been like, oh, man, at any point they can get over the hump and get a win. That's not how they look now. So you kind of got that in your back pocket as well, even though you can't count every win. But Well, we're going to – You know, it's funny. We're going to talk to Frank Frangi, who's the voice of the Jacksonville Jaguars on the Mike Vrabel show tonight. Be interested to get his thought on how their bye was October 24th. Was that that too early for them? Do they wish they'd had it later? Because they're, they're a team, you know, they've lost some folks and they're running back. James Robinson is beaten up and 
when you when you have the buy later and the season or you have the buy earlier and the season is not going as well, it can sometimes add up. And I think we're seeing some of that for Jacksonville right now. No DJ Chart, no Dan Arnold, no Jamal Agnew. I mean, there's some things that have hurt you. When you're eight and four and you're battling injuries, mm-hmm. it's one thing. When you're two and ten and you're battling injuries, it's another thing. Yeah, it looked like they were fighting at the beginning of yeah. yesterday's game, but once the score got just a little bit of separation, they were out. Um, well, their 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 issue is they you know they've not scored over twenty three points in a game this year, so I mean they have some limitations offensive. Not having Chark and not having Agnew and and not having Arnold, who's been a good tight end for them. I mean, they're having a hard time putting up points. So if you can get ahead and can put them in a situation where they they have to stretch it out a little bit, that's not where they want to be. It, it's like that. what happened to us in the Houston game that was such a killer is they got ahead, then they could play the game they wanted. And that's that's absolutely the opposite of where you want it to be. You want to put them in a situation – where they have to try to do things that aren't easy for them. It's hard to pull things out of the last couple of games, but ultimately, uh, you know, obviously all of the turnovers were, were a huge in, in, you know, factor in losing. But, you know, when you start to pull through it and you watch it again, 270 rush yards last time out has to do something for that team mentally. Should. I, I mean, it should give the backs confidence. Yeah. Uh, it should give the offensive line some confidence. I, they can they can run the football. They showed they could run the football. Now can they hold on to the football? Uh, because they did some things in each of the two games that they lost back-to-back where you say, you know, hey, these are the sorts of things if you don't turn the ball over, then you've got a good shot to win. Uh, over 400 yards in the Houston game, over 270 rushing in the game at New England, but as Johnny Majors used to say, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, what a Merry Christmas we would have. He once called my buddy Mose Phillips into the office. After the South Carolina screenplay, I was telling uh, Slay about this, and he broke nine tackles, got in the end zone. They failed to, to convert the two-point play and lost the game by one. He called him into his office, and he, t- and he told me, or he told Mose, he said, that was the second greatest run in Tennessee history behind Johnny Butler's run for Tennessee historians. He said, but, but nobody will remember it because we lost. <laughs> That's exactly right. 24-23 to Steve Tannehill. And they were filming the program during that game. So if you go back and watch yes. the movie, the program, you see a bunch of orange in some of the crowd shots. Uh, Which, the football by game. the way, really? they originally wanted to film at Neyland Stadium, and Doug Dickey and the University of Tennessee refused because of some of the graphic scenes in the movie. Come on, Doug. It's my guy, too, That man. is your guy. Ah. Mo, on, said, Mo said what inspired him on that run was knowing that Halle Berry was in the building. <laughs> what? Then we should have had Halle Berry in the building every week as well as Mo's <laughs> played that game. I love it. Hey, can't wait till this weekend. Get the, get the guys back on the field, Mike, and get you back in the booth. Get back to work. Coach the show coming up tonight. Coach's show tonight, uh, Coach is on the first two segments, and then Frank Frangie and then Rhett Bryan and, and Amy Wells. We've got a packed Mike Vrabel show tonight here on 104.5 The Zone. Please tweet us your questions at Titans Radio, at 
Titans Radio. By the way, I saw I saw Vrabes getting active on Twitter. Do you see his? How about that? Yes, he just wanted to make sure the NFL knew that that what their rule book said wasn't exactly how they called the play. He literally never tweets. Never tweets. We've seen it that a couple of times this year where they have called things or not known the rule. Yeah, you know that came up in our game with the Jets where they marked something off and. It came up in the game with the Rams, too, where they called the penalty improperly. Uh, they were going to enforce it improperly. And, yeah, that's, that's not good. If if knowing the rules is what your job is, that ought to be really important. Yeah. Mike, um, before you go, I just want to I just want to put this out there, man. Um, Red Gordy B was by my side, man, and he gave me some tips of being a spotter. So I'm on my way to getting my professional spotter degree. I ain't trying to put Good. nobody out of work. But if you ever need me, you know what I mean? I, if you need a ring, I'm there, Mike. I'm just saying. That's all. I may say a word or two during the broadcast, even though I'm not supposed to talk. But. You can talk all you want. That's okay, my if, you were, if you were to come up there, I would give you a headset, Ron Slay. See, Babs? Mike ain't got no rules. Mike ain't got no, no. rules. No, 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 no. I, I don't have any rules for Ron Slay. I got oh, rules see, for everybody else. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Coach Mack, man. Nobody else, nobody else is talking. <laughs> but, well, no, Coach Mack's talking all the time anyway. He's got all that. So it'd be, it, would be, it would be good. I would love it. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> My man. Thank you, Mike. He's a pro now, Mike. <laughs> that's it. Trained professional. There he is. Coach is coming up tonight. Mike Keith, the voice of the Titan. So you did make it onto the broadcast? No, nah, I tried to. It was I forgot what happened. Those that don't know, Don Davenport called the play-by-play of the two uh, uh, A game, right? Yeah. yeah, I tried to remain. And Slay was spotting. Yeah, I tried to remain very professional. Which he means did a really good job yeah. pointing out people who make the tackle or numbers who, yep. who make the big play or, or whatever the penalty yeah, or. Yeah. But when the game got out of hand, I almost forgot because I was um like, man, number seventy, one of the players number seventy eight was kind of gassed out there because I told you they were going both ways. <laughs> And I was going to say, hey, man, y'all see 78, he gassed. And then I was like, oh, I can't see yeah. that. So he so wrote, wrote it down. 78, gassed. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, man. You I didn't have a talk. signal for gas? I nah, said for I, gas. I, I, I didn't have, have a hand there. signal I for that. I said you used to like the unlit it. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, get the gas. I, I set know. that up, though, because I was like, you know. <laughs> you so did, Bell. See, like, my girl came with these me. guys are going <laughs> sure did. Like, sure in both did. ways. I mean, and, and he was a, that was a big, was a big dude. Boy. Yeah, he was, he was a big I'm going to tell you, he was exactly was like. He like 6'3", 390. Yeah, he was big. I think 385, yeah. Yeah. So he looked exactly like, I mean, this is it. He looked exactly like Billy Bob from Friday Night Lights. Have y'all ever, y'all ever seen Friday Night Lights? Varsity Blues. Va- Varsity, Varsity Blues. Blues. Yes. yes. That's it. That's I knew what he meant. Yeah, Billy Bob, man. That was it, boy. Hey, and that's what. When I saw him, I saw that team. I was like, man, maybe they can pull it off. Yeah. And then I saw that Shoot, first play. I thought play. they were going to early. Dude, they drove the ball like, what, 12, 14 plays straight down the field? 14 plays, nine and a half minutes in and the first quarter. this was Westview against Hampton. Hampton, Hampton yeah. Like, Ty Simpson didn't see the field for the nope. first nine and a half minutes of Hampton that ball game. Hampton is rural East Tennessee. Than what I hear. So what did, what did uh, Coach say? We're about as far east as you can <laughs> yeah, get. As you can get, yeah. <laughs> they came in. Westview finally got the ball. First play got a penalty. Uh, the other team got a penalty. Then the next play, Yeah, ball. pass interference. That's the threat of Ty yep. Simpson yeah, exactly. right there. Then next play, touchdown. Did you ever find hand signal me? No. Did you? Uh, did you, did you look? Did you, you ever? Oh, no, I look. 
Did you ever find punctured lung Tony? Okay, I did find the one that I sent to you guys, yes. Do you have that? I will in about 30 seconds. So punctured lung Tony he called so on Friday. He so did. Oh, he's back. He's this back. I know him, Babs. So I, I it's know. been so long since punctured lung Tony had called the show mm-hmm. that I wasn't positive, but I told Slay, I was like, watch this. This will either go really good or bad. <laughs> yeah. And so I go, punctured lung Tony is going, I, I said, Tony, this is going to sound really weird if this is not you, but are you punctured lung Tony? And he goes, and he goes, Slay, you'll know me when you see me. Yep, he so did. Really? We both looked at each yep. other like, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people. You do. You know a whole Davidson County. <laughs> and surrounding. And surrounding. You, you have to tell the story of, that so, surrounds the call. Though. Tony Romo got a punctured lung. Mm-hmm. And this was a long time ago. Uh, I mean, this is a long time ago. Um, like, it, are we talking 10 years ago? Probably. Nine, eight, nine. Yeah. Somewhere in there. So Tony Tony Romo got a punctured lung. So my buddy Jeff Malone's wife went through the punctured lung thing. So we were trying to figure out like how much pain is Tony is is Tony Tony Romo in? Um, how long is he going to be out and all this? So my buddy called and said his wife had a punctured lung and kind of described it and it's excruciatingly painful, mm-hmm. right? Um, so 2011. There you go, ten years. So September 18th, 2011. So Tony called in. With this, and then after this phone call from from there on out, he was punctured lung. Tony, this is the what he. The question had to say. I would like to ask about the punctured lung is, is that in order to puncture something, you have it has to be penetrated. And now the man that called about his wife that was accidentally uh, punctured. Uh, now that was a reasonable answer to me because. Uh, the scalpel or something must have hit it with the scalpel and it penetrated the lung and it and it and it punctured it. So I, I'm just trying to figure out. And if you compress something that hard, it's almost like a, <laughs> like a balloon. It's gonna bust. So how can you puncture a lung with a fractured bone and that's not even broken with no jagged edges or anything? <laughs> That, that, that's what I'm that, I mean, help me out here. I'm, I'm trying to figure this. I'm trying to figure this thing out here. So, along he's the, like talking through. I, I like he's it. talking through it. Like that's he's analyzing this thing. He's like using me. my friend's wife's situation, yeah. trying to analyze how Tony Romo got a punctured lung in this play, and he's doing so without even thinking he's going down like a sexual innuendo path, <laughs> yeah. which you know, us being children at the time, so much at has changed. Time. So much has changed since then. We've matured. Um, we were kind of laughing through that part of it, too. <laughs> so, so here we go. PLT, Puncture Lung Tony, welcome back into the mix. That was good. All right. Uh, when we come back, we'll take more of your phone calls. And uh, I didn't get to the uh, the disturbing story that we need to make you aware of. What? And it'll it'll tie nicely into uh, Bab's refusal to watch Yellowstone. Because, uh. she because she can't get past the first scene. Very first scene. Five seconds in. Meanwhile, Slay got his wife watching it. She's ahead of him now. Yeah, man. <laughs> Talking about wait on her. And then now I, I come in there like, what, which one you on? She's like, I'll watch the one from the night. What? <laughs> the one from the night, which is, which is season, like, season four. Like all the way caught up. Come on, man. That's cheating. And you're in season three still. Yeah, I'm just not hitting nine. But you were Episode trying to nine. hold back. I did hold back. Or your wife. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. 3HL1045. Tell me, Smalls. Retail 104.5 The Zone. 
Forgot to do this earlier. Hey, Don Davenport, how are you? Hi, good. Oh, that's right. You forgot to do this 45 minutes ago? I did. Look at that guy over there with that false hey, shirt on. Hello. Hello. Oh, so we're going early today. Be ready. I'm in the, the building. building. I ain't got no rules. Time for show. Evil, That's Ron Slate, by the way. Huh? He is Ron Slate. You know, now you know. And if you know, you know. <laughs> Hello! Oh, here we go. This, this, is, this, this is, is Doubtfire. Yeah. This is Green Hill Slate. This way. Just like uh, Brian Kelly, Baton Rouge Brian Kelly. That's like, unbelievable. Yeah, this is my voice from now. This is Green Hill Slate. Yeah. I can talk like this when I want to. I can be who I want to anytime I want to. Are you like that, Babs? I don't know what. I There are no words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Listen, everyone listening, including us, when we lay our heads to sleep tonight, we're going to hear that little voice. Yeah. Sleep tight. Good night. Sleep tight. <laughs> I love you. It's creepy. Yeah, I love you, baby. It's very safe and creepy in a different That's way. What it's about. Yeah. That's how I felt. That's how I bet the crowd felt when he got down there and said, Tigers. My family. family. Dude, who are you? They don't even talk with a country accent in Baton Rouge. I mean, it's it's a whole different thing. You got to really. Exactly. You got to be from there. You you can't can't speak it. Thank you, Babs. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. It ain't nothing where you be like, man, you've been up here on the East Coast for a long time. You done picked up their accent. Nope. Nope. That ain't happening down now. And I remember, I don't know if y'all remember when the ESPN (laughs) crew did. did the the impersonations of Ed O. Because mm-hmm. Al- everybody was talking about the sideline reporter Allison Williams impersonation. Yeah. Like, LSU was pissed about it. Yeah, and, and, and that's, a, you're right. That's another thing. They yes. don't like that. Because they're like, that, yeah. that's not okay. No, like, it's that's, not. That's a part of, you know, uh-huh. who he is. Yeah, and, that's them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they don't like it. They don't like when you, when you, when you play with their accent like that. Because, man, listen. Yeah, but it's so much fun. They, oh, without question. That's fun for everybody Coach else. Yeah. Oh, I love doing But I guarantee if you make fun make fun of it, you can make fun of Southern I'm people. I'm not making all fun you, of him. No, I'm not. I know that. But I'm telling you, Mayor. <laughs> but that's you can how, make fun of people from the South. It, yeah. Was that they were, that mm-hmm. they were making fun of his accent. Yeah. Not really impersonating not okay. him. They were right. more so yeah. poking fun at him. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I did it out of love. I can assure you. Yeah, but I'm saying like if people do it, like I, I, I had people I do it all the time. Take it that way. People do it yeah. all the time to me. Like, man, oh boy, you country, and they start talking like me, and that's funny. But if you do that from them to anybody from Louisiana, they think it, they take it totally different, buddy. You can do it from people from Houston, it's cool. You can do it with people from Florida, do it from people from Louisiana, you got problems. So that's what Caliendo, Frank Caliendo, who does, he's probably the best voice guy there is right now. Said he thought he could get your voice down, but it would take some time because you talk actually more southern than most people from Nashville. Is what he said. Mm-hmm. He did say it. That's right. That's right. Except for Green Hill Slay. Green Hill Slay is my baby. Green Hill Slay giving me nightmares. Yeah, I mean your mass. It's the pitch. Why? It's the pitch. That's where it goes. It goes there and stays there. It's almost like a Pixar, like Disney. Yes. Like. Cartoon thing. I'm like living in that's that me. world right now. I'm yeah. starting to live in it, and that's hey, exactly I told you. It's it like a girl. Finding Nemo voice. Or like Nemo. it's Slay the Rhinoceros. 
I feel like, why is a rhinoceros a pig? <laughs> like, that's the last animal I would have had. I don't know. They've done that's everything else. One, I just haven't seen yeah, a rhinoceros. Like, no. A rhinoceros and, honestly, yeah. <laughs> and the little bird. I've never seen a, I've never seen a cartoon character rhinoceros. Maybe it's Man. out there. I've just never seen one. That's why oh. I said that. But that leads me to this. I was driving to work today, and I brought this show, uh, up on the show before. Rhinoceros led you to this. I, I, brought, I brought this up before. Somebody needs to explain to me what's going on here. What? You see millions of birds flying around. You hardly ever see a dead one. Where do they go to die? I'm telling you, I'm disturbed by this. You see millions of, of birds flying around. You should see millions of dead birds lying around somewhere. Okay. Have you They're seen drones. the Just... conspiracy theorists out there? Oh, well, Babs. So... We had well, this conference. We... Babs just had this conference. It so was this did. weekend, wasn't it? Was this it? weekend. Yes. I looked at Babs like, are you crazy? I, 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 I said. Listen, remember the one time they all went to die in Arkansas at that one point? Remember that? There were like thousands of birds that fell out of the sky all at once and died. What? I don't really In Arkansas. Know Listen to the bad. But seriously, explain to me. There's she's millions of birds out there, she's but I never it. see dead ones. There well, is a conspiracy. There, is, there yes. are people out there that say that birds are not real. They don't exist. They are the government's way of tracking you and recording everything oh, and seeing Lord, everything. No, I, I, I'm dead I, serious. They're drones. That they're basically Maya, I mean, I have seen enough dead birds to know that they they're are. They're drones birds. manufactured yeah. by government or higher up officials in order to have complete control and knowledge of everything. And maybe the birds you saw, Mayor, were ones placed there. So there actually are some real birds. There's not very many. Just the ones that you need to see. <laughs> I'm serious. That makes sense. I mean, think about it. That's Where do I, birds go to die? That's what I told Babs when I walked. I said, Babs, are you crazy? And then when I walked away, I was like, darn, she could be kind of right. You know okay, I mean? hey, let me just for the record say that that was not yes, my not opinion. Yours. I, mean, yeah. I mean, but you presented it to me. I'm At about Don to get Davenport. <laughs> right. I'm about to get massacred. Hey. I promise. I'm going to wait for it like mayor. At Don Davenport TN. Talking about oh, TN, yes. Via fake birds. Oh, I mean, come at me. I'm I not want, on that listen, side of things. Man, I want the truth. I can handle the truth. I want answers, damn it. Hey. Now, I do believe that somebody's tracking us with our phones, so. Well, it could be the birds. Uh, we're building a field of toys to benefit the Salvation <laughs> Army for God Angels tomorrow. Toy Field presented by T-Mobile is tomorrow, Tuesday, December 7th at Nissan Stadium. You okay, Slay? No. Here we go, Slay. Here we go, Slay. Uh, while you're out doing your holiday shopping, remember those in need this holiday season. Pick up a gift for a senior or a toy for a kid and help us build a field of toys at Toy Field, Nissan Stadium tomorrow. For more information, 1045thezone.com. We will be broadcasting 3HL live at Buffalo Wild Wings and Cool Springs. You can bring toys there, and uh, we'll we'll – Treat that as a drop-off spot as well. Uh, disturbing story uh, today passed along by one Ron Slay this morning. <laughs> Might have been the first text you sent us all. It was. It was. Yeah, he didn't respond to the other text. No, I, did. I said that when I went back and looked at it. Like, he just said this. Yeah. Kentucky Derby winner, funky cold Medina spirit. It's really Medina spirit. We just added oh, the funky it? cold. Yeah, Medina spirit. Oh. Dropped dead after a workout this morning. But see, horses... I see, I see the dead horse, right? Mm-hmm. Like Dawn, when she started, <laughs> spoiler alert, when she started uh, Yellowstone, dead horse. I saw mm-hmm. it. It's there. 
Hey, oh, I hate that. Can we not talk about this? Okay. Like what? I couldn't watch a freaking show because it there was a. <laughs> A dead horse in the beginning of it, and you're going to talk about a dead horse on our show. Oh, yeah, it happened. Right that's here. a famous. That's the most read. famous horse in America. I got it. I just read Harold Hockett on YouTube chat. Just helped the conspiracy theory. Oh, right. here we go. Hit us when we come back. Three HL one zero four five. The zone. <laughs>